Welcome back to the Wine Girl Podcast. Hey, everybody. I'm tired today. We did a lot today. It's a Monday. It is a Monday. Whatever day you're listening to this on, for us, it's a Monday, and it was a pretty busy and productive one. It's fun. Mondays are fun. Even in COVID, it's fun. Uh, Our first episode back after the 21st and a little hiatus. Yeah, little hiatus. That's kind of still a hiatus. If you can tell by the audio quality here, we're doing a, a makeshift episode because our studio is still under construction. So go check it out on Instagram. I'll be posting a little collage in probably a day or so. Probably tomorrow, actually. Um, How exciting, though. We've made a lot of headway. We've, like, ripped out things. We've built things. we put up new walls. Insulation. Whole sound studio. Huddled around a laptop right now. Yes. In an alternate recording spot. So cheers. Yeah. Cheers to another episode. 22, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So 22nd episode. Um... Can we talk about clutter today? That's a good one. Clutter, clutter, clutter. It's on a lot of people's minds, I think. I think it's on a lot of people's minds because they've all been stuck inside their houses and realized just how much crap they all have. But for me, it's been more obvious because of the kind of renovation or the new stuff that we're doing how much stuff you have to move out of a room in order to like paint it or re-carpet or do the floors or something like that, like, it, it shouldn't be that much stuff. Yeah, things should kind of have a utilitarian purpose in the room. Yeah. And yeah, otherwise I'm all for, not exist, right? I'm all for a notch above minimalism. Like, I'm not into, like, the Scandinavian... I love, the like, the Scandinavian design of, like, very minimalistic stuff, but I also am like, eh... Like, it's a little I, cold. Yeah, I like a little bit more warmth, like... You do More have a style where you books. like a lot of things around you. Yeah. Well, I like to nest. Yes, you're a I like, <laughs> I like to feel cozy. I'm a cozy cat. Our kids sure are. The are amount you? of blankets that we have in this house, we could like oh my keep the homeless population of this region warm. We probably could. It's pretty sad. I'm looking at three blankets right now just in our vicinity, and this is in the room of the house that no one ever comes in. <laughs> three, one, two, yeah. One, two, three. Lots There's of one pillows. on the, the floor here. My word. Um, what is something you hoard, for lack of a better word? What do you? What is something? Let's talk about like the one thing that we like have kind of like a slight addiction to like collecting books. Yeah. For me. Yeah, you're a paper person. Paper, like generally, but books specifically, bound stuff. Like, yeah. yeah, I'll buy it even though I know it'll be months before I read it. I, I don't know why I do that. Yeah. Is it is it like a... I know I used to buy stuff based on a scarcity mentality. Like, if I don't buy it now, I'll never see it again. I have to get it. And then I end up not using it or not needing it. I just like having a lot of books around. There's something about the feel of it. Yeah. I don't know if objects give off energy or not. There's people that believe that, but there is something about the comfort factor for me of like being around lots cool. and lots of books. You gain knowledge from books. It's just like that little kid video where he's studying for the test and he's just taking his hands and like scooping up the pages of the book and yeah, putting them into his brain. I haven't found that learning by osmosis <laughs> works for me yet. 
Well... If that were the case, I sit in a room full of books through this whole quarantine thing all day. Maybe. You never know. Maybe. How about you? What's your um, vice with stuff? I feel like my my big vice right now is, like, candles and home decor. Hmm. I've noticed. I'm all about a good scent. I need a good scent. Let's, Let's talk candles. So you go to a candle <laughs> store. How much is a candle on average? Well, that depends on what store you go. Like, if you go to, like, a legit, like, regular candle, like Yankee Candle or Bed Bath and, or Bath and Body Works, whatever, they're, like, 20 to $40, depending on the size you get. All right, so you go to Target, and it's how much? Yeah, or like a 16 to 20 You can probably find, like, you probably find, like, an $8 Candle, and then whatever. you go to like Marshalls or do Marshalls and and Home Goods. That's where it's at. You can get a tw- you can get a thirty dollar three wick candle for six ninety nine. So why is that? Uh, because nobody wants to shop at Marshalls and Home Goods. I don't know. Oh, so is some connoisseur going to listen to this and be like, oh, they're better at the specialty store? You know what? You know what I've found? They all burn at the same rate. Yeah, interesting. So. Nothing's burning slower or faster, depending on the price. And I've seen Target brand, not Target brand, but like that Magnolia Home, the Joanna Gaines one. I've seen those at Home Goods for three times less than what they sell them at Target. So it's the same candle. But candles are utilitarian. It has a use. Assuming you're burning them. If you're just putting them out, then... Some people do, yeah. Just but I, I burn them. I burn them up. You do. Until, like, the jar is empty. And I'm sure I could do, like, an upcycling thing. Which, probably, let's talk clutter, right? Probably four years ago, I'd be like, this is a nice jar. Let me save this jar. I could probably reuse it for something. Yeah, I wonder where our daughter gets it from. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, our kids are the worst with clutter. Because they they hold on. They definitely have a scarcity mentality for some reason. Oh, my son has Arizona iced tea cans (laughs) on his shelf. I was like, why on earth would you save those? He's like, oh, they make nice decorations. Mm. It's like, what are you, homeless? Yeah. He's got a thing for, like, cool cans or something. I'm not really sure why, but we're going to have ants infesting the Well, that's what I told him. I said, at least wash them out. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't like clutter. I don't like having a bunch of stuff that I need to figure out a place for. But no matter what, as much as I've like I've done the whole Conmari thing. In some areas of the house I've done it You've twice. Done multiple rounds of it, yeah. And I still feel like we have too much stuff. I do too. What's very funny is that I have realized that through this whole quarantine when I con married before, which if, if, if anybody listening doesn't know what that is, it's the Marie Kondo, Joy of Tidying Up. It's pretty much everywhere. Um, Not to be confused with the unmistakable magic of throwing your shit everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, did you just cough into the I podcast? did. I can't tell if I'm using this microphone or if I'm using the other microphone. I don't know. The audio quality on this might be terrible, you guys, and I just apologize. Which, but. apologies for the last one. I listened to it afterwards, and the audio was not great. No, Zoom has really not been great for our group podcast calls. But anyway, back to what I was saying. The KonMari stuff... Um, it's really easy to go along with her whole process. If it, you pick it up, if it sparks joy, you keep it. If it doesn't, you throw it out, right? You fold it neatly into thirds and throw it into the pit. So I did all that. Well, then we were stuck in our house 
for, I mean, essentially, we're kind of still stuck in our house for the most part. There are a lot of things that I wished I had at the first start of quarantine that I had thrown away. Like I had a really like chintzy dollar store disco ball that I was like, oh, this is so stupid. I don't need it, whatever. And I chucked it. And now I wish I had it back because during quarantine, it would have been, it would have made a nice, like, fun night to do something with the kids. So that's the one downside. What are you doing? You're on your computer? Looking things up. What are you looking up? Stuff. What do you, about what? Why are you on your computer? We're doing a podcast. What do you care? They can't see. Because <laughs> you're not talking. You were talking. Anyway. I don't know if you know how conversations work. Yeah, Generally, I was kind of waiting They can't talk over one another. <laughs> Let's use the rest of this time to just argue on the podcast. Sounds good. Let's do it. <laughs> so I think that the condition that we have in like Western culture is that we tend to think that things are going to make us happy, oh. know, whether it's a product of marketing or societal pressures. We often gravitate towards buying some gadget or thing that's going to make us more comfortable and it almost always ends up making life more difficult for you because it's one more thing that you got to care for and maintain oh my god do you remember the six disc dvd player yes that was supposed to make our life so much easier with kids and kids that watched like whatever disney movies they were watching we thought we just load six at a time it'll be so perfect that DVD player was the bane of our existence for eight years. So that's not a timely reference because I know people, everyone now is like, what's what well, DVD player? Well, not my listeners. My listeners are like, DVD? What are you guys, rich? We listen to eight tracks or whatever. So Right. <laughs> I remember when uh, I remember, the Muppet movie came out. I remember when VHS, VCR players went to the wireless when remote. Singing in the Rain first came out on, a, uh, on Betamax. How sad. Um, you do have kind of a, a skewed older crowd, don't you? I do. I have one over 60. I'm sure everybody can figure out who that one is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody else is in our age demographic. So, But moms, so their pop culture knowledge like falls off after their first kid, basically. Yeah. No one knows this stuff. We've talked about that on past shows where it's like whatever year your first child was born, you're awareness of what's going on yeah. in popular culture just disintegrates. Totally. Totally. So, back to the the things that are supposed to make life easier, but they make life harder. We bought that DVD player thinking it was going to be great, and it just ended up being a pain in our ass that we complained about. And I remember the day that we ended up getting a new DVD player and throwing that one out, and it was like a weight was lifted off of us. Yeah, problem instantly solved. Yeah, so what is it? that? Why do we fall into these like scams of like, let's buy this thing. It's going to make our life easier. Remember when the revolution of unitaskers? Yes. And like getting rid of unitaskers? Yeah, that website on Clutterer. I haven't been on, on there Clutterer. in Clutterer, yes. I remember that. But they did a whole thing. There was a whole thing on unitaskers. Like you shouldn't have a garlic press. Because a garlic press does one thing. It does. It has one job, and that's it. Like yeah, you, you can use a knife. You can use a knife garlic. to chop up garlic and smash it and do whatever. It's a waste of money to buy a garlic press. Now, is it super convenient? Totally. If you're cooking a lot, but There's... if you don't, if you don't want to like have 
to store things places, then you don't want to use it. So what's another one? There, Juicer. They, they, what did they do? They had Wednesday. I can't remember the term for it, but it was like basically Wacky Wednesday where it was a, a bizarre thing. Like no one should ever buy this. And then they did unitaskers throughout the week that you shouldn't have. Yeah, the... But if they ever uh, yeah. hear this, Unclutter, you had a great website that back when blogs were kind of the thing. Are they still online? Probably. I mean, like, it's still, like, housed I, I there, could look right? them up on my computer, but I put it away because I was admonished for having it out. I was wondering what you were looking up. You could have just told me. Pornography. Oh. Well, that's boring. I wanted to know about Unclutterer. Um, yeah, they're still online. Yeah. Uh, they still post. Look at that. They still do stuff. Still alive. It's husband and wife, right? That ran the site? That is a great question. I don't know, but here's 14 best office chairs in 2020. Whoa. 11... Everyone hold on to your uh, <laughs> Hold on to your... No literally. pun intended. <laughs> uh, 11 best bedroom storages review in 2020. Oh, my. Oh, here's one for all the dads. 11 best pressure washers review in 2020 oh suburbanness activated Ooh! i did buy a pressure washer this year and it is all kinds of fun it is a lot of fun if it weren't such a pain to get out and set up i'd be pressure washing everything but i'm also lazy so yeah there's that i think this is bizarre now i'm looking through this website and it's seemingly trying to sell you stuff maybe they've taken a turn has unclutterer sold out it's all like reviews of products that you should buy maybe now they're like we're trying to unclutter all the money that we've made off our website (laughs) our house is just filled with cash we don't know where to put all this cash you sold out we turned our backs for a moment and you sold out oh geez Woods, you know, okay, you name one thing about me, but I'll name one thing about you that you like to hoard. You like boxes. Yeah, I You have. like, like, weird little cardboard boxes that are nice and, like, suede boxes. Yep, or things, guilty. Things to gather your paper that you hoard. <laughs> That's one of your guilty pleasures. I have, like, an organization fetish. What can I say? You do, yet you never get completely organized. It's a work in progress. It's so frustrating. Okay, what do you hate about me? <laughs> How long is the show? Uh, we have some time. You can just keep going. Um, I'll look at my phone the entire time. Oh, you're... You, like, we talked about the cozy home goods stuff, which is definitely a thing, but yeah. number one for you by far is shoes. Oh, yeah. You have spent, like, the, the GDP of a small country... I don't even have a lot of shoes compared to some people, but yeah, I do have a lot of shoes. And it's not even that you have a lot of shoes, it's that you have a lot of shoes that you wear, like, sometimes, I won't even say once, sometimes for, like, minutes. There and was. And you're like, oh, I don't like the way they feel. We and were you, just talking about that. Remember the pair that I bought back in, like, 1999? <laughs> and it sat in my closet. Well, that's even worse. For, like, three years, and then I, I went to, like, move, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I bought these and I never wore them. They were a dope pair of Skechers <laughs> that I never wore. Holler. You'd think I'd learn. I have a weird thing with my feet, though. Yeah, like if you wear them and they don't feel right, you're like, no, they're done. Where I'm like, 
they were 50 bucks. I'm you're like, like, I'm getting I'll, my use out of them. Yeah. It's like, like you're like, destroying your feet. Exactly. Like, You'll wear them and get blisters and be like, I don't care. I'm going to get my worth out of them. I can't do that. I have to be comfortable in my shoes. Otherwise, I'm like miserable the entire time I'm wearing them. Just, I ask that you be a little more judicious with your shoe purchases. That's all. That's cool. I'll just buy Ugg boots and wear those. I'm good with that. Just Ugg boots. Like, that's all. Yeah, like with dresses and shorts. Sure. I'm with it. And jeans. I'm going to have to get more boot-cut jeans to go over my Ugg boots. Okay. All right, I guess I'll get jeggings so I can pull them up. I'm liking where this is going. It's a good look. What about, um, like, when we go to the beach or the pool? Then you wear your pool Ugg boots. Are there going to be pool Ugg boots? Well, Maybe I can go, pair. I can do Crocs for the summer Ugh. and Ugg boots for the winter. It's so affordable. Because the money you save on the Crocs, you make up for in the purchase of Ugg boots. But think of how much money you have to spend on Crocs butter. It's free. It comes with your pair of Crocs because as soon as you get your Crocs and put your feet into them, that's where you develop the Crocs butter in between your toes (laughs) i hope no one's eating while they're listening to this oh let's be real no one's listening to this (laughs) all right your turn yeah what 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 what, am i naming off another thing that you like to hoard the game that we were playing i will i'll go i'll keep going um you are you are an aficionado of cutting out little quips of cardboard packaging with cute sayings or pictures on them and <laughs> saving them. I do, don't I? You love a good quote or a funny saying on a cardboard box, and you love it. Could you cut this out real nice for me? And then you put it on your bookshelf. A lot of them are really cute and really funny, but... It, there comes a point where it's like, how many little pieces of cardboard <laughs> with sayings on them can we have? You're so right. <laughs> Did I just shatter your glass? Do you realize this now? Yeah, I'm going to throw those away. <laughs> Don't throw them away. They're cute. Just a, maybe select two or three that you like. I need a cork board, like a teenage yes, girl. Yes, that's why I my... got one for my stuff like that. That way you can just hang it all up in one section a neat spot <laughs> okay oh ooh, uh-oh <laughs> i feel lame now do you I feel, feel like attacked my, yeah, really my <laughs> my cool old-fashioned exterior is uh melting away and revealing me to be a big dork it, no it's all really cute stuff like the my favorite is the um sicilian pizza that we get that's frozen the screaming sicilian well, I'm Sicilian. Yeah. So and I figure, why can't mustache. I be this screaming Sicilian? Yeah, we cut it out real nice. We cut it out real nice. We cut that cardboard out real nice. God, the explaining it sounds so lame. <laughs> oh, boy. Jeez. I like it, though. It's cute. All right, I guess it's my turn again. Uh-oh, it's going to be the big guns now. Um, You... Blow through electronic stuff very quickly. Not gadgets, but like cords and like string lights. And you have like a. There, there have been a lot of like string lights that have come into this house, been used. They don't last long. Why is that? I don't know. They're cheap. I'm pretty sure we had like the same Christmas lights growing up like my whole life. Like the same four strands of Christmas lights. Yeah, because they built shit to last back then. You probably had the same refrigerator your whole life too. Probably. They probably still have it actually. I'd have to ask. 
Probably. It's probably been moved. And... String lights don't last a long time, but I will tell you what else I'm bad at hoarding and I collect is Bluetooth speakers. Oh, yeah. If we could daisy-chain them together, we could, like, pump the neighborhood up. I, we would have an amazing black party with all the Bluetooth speakers that I own. They're so if... common now. At, at one point, it was, like, kind of hard to get. Like, Bose made a Bluetooth speaker, and, like, it was 500 bucks. Yeah. Now, like, you could go to any store and get one for, like, a couple dollars. Yeah, and those break easily, too. But the problem is you can't connect them all together. Why can't they all just be connected together? I don't, I don't understand know. that. The way you know what I want personal to do? area networks work? I want to get the thing where the whole house is, like, wired. For sound. Yeah, and you have, like, remember those houses that you would visit in the 90s that had the under-the-cabinet bows? Yeah. Really nice, like, CD player or radio, and then their whole house was wired for sound? It just worked. I have a CD player. Oh, you do have a CD player in your office, don't you? I do. I love it. Because you can just throw a CD on and sit and listen to it. <laughs> you sound like such a boomer. <laughs> I don't know. I dig it. Have you heard of this new thing? It's called a compact disc. You can just throw it on and listen to hey, it. Hey, I'm a Spotify slut. I love it. <laughs> love me some Spotify. Throw it on. But Pandora, Spotify, all those, they have their their limitations and their quirks. Whereas like, if it's a banger like you got an album that just yeah. is awesome throw it on listen to the whole thing that Killer. is that is the one thing that i've got an outcast cd i've listened to like thousands of times yeah the outcast cds are good uh that's the one thing i don't like about vinyl i love the sound of vinyl me too i love the feel but yeah you can't ever just veg out and chill you literally have to get up every four songs and change it yeah you almost need like a dj <laughs> you need like a little servant in your house that is sole job is to change the record. Wait, we have three of those. Why don't we just keep them downstairs when we're trying to listen to music? They feign ignorance like they don't understand how to do it. I couldn't possibly flip a big disc over and put a needle on it. How would I know how to do that? Yeah. I just That's the only problem with vinyl that I see. But I love the listen. I love the sound of it. And that's the other thing, too, with hoarding and clutter is sometimes we we both have this problem we get really excited about something and then we buy all of that something yeah where we're like oh my god we're gonna get a we're gonna get a record player and listen to vinyl and then we'll go to like vintage stock or we'll go to a record store or whatever and we'll buy like 20 albums and it's like why why did we have to buy 20 why couldn't we just have been like we're gonna pick two that are really cool I think we're revealing ourselves to be like a little uh, gluttonous. Yeah, I think we are gluttonous with some things. But other things I'm not. I don't know. Ooh, cleaning products. Remember when I had like a thing about cleaning products? Yeah, every time you went to the store, you would come back with more. Like Didn't matter if we needed ones, them or not. Yeah, new cleaning products. I think shampoos I kind of have an issue with. My God, I really need to like, I think I need therapy. Maybe I'm a shopaholic. A little bit. You do, like, some retail therapy sometimes. I do enjoy some good retail therapy. You kind of go out and... Which, that's what's made COVID so hard, is you can't really, like... If you're a shopaholic and you like retail therapy to help you not be depressed, COVID was the worst. Unless you just buy shit off Amazon. But I'm a tactile person. 
I can't do the whole online shopping. You you can. You're very good. You're like, oh, I'll just click a button. It's so convenient. Yeah, I prefer it. A I lot of have the time. to look at things. I have to touch them. I have to see them. Clothes are hard. Clothes are very difficult. You and I both don't have like common sizes, so. Yeah, I can't do clothing online. I end up returning it mostly. But at the store, I have a hard time finding my sizes too. That's true. You need true. a refill, whiny girl. I do. Allow me. Thank you. So what are the essential things that you really need in a house? Like if you had to reset tomorrow, let's say there was a natural disaster and you have a small budget and you're going to move into a very small temporary place, what do you need? Obviously you need like bedding and some basic clothing, but outside of that, you need like a skillet. Yeah, I think Utensils. a cast iron skillet, a couple knives and forks, and maybe a cup, some sort of a vessel. Per person, right? Coffee? Yeah. Coffee machine, some... Something to get you, yeah. Or tea, if that's your thing. Yeah. And the accessories to make it. I'm trying to think. My point is, a like, Bluetooth if you, speaker, <laughs> if clearly. You really, <laughs> yeah. distill it down to what you need. That's probably what you really need to be toilet, happy. Toilet paper. You need toilet paper. Yeah, I just saw a tweet that was like, "I'm still not over how you people acted about toilet paper a few months ago." I'm, we're still using the toilet paper that we didn't even have to buy at the start of all of this. I've been walking a lot lately, and in our neighborhood, I, I peeped in someone's garage. Uh, within the last couple of days, and they had, like, um, dozens of, like, the packages of, you know, where it's, like, 36 rolls. Like, oh they had God. hundreds of rolls of toilet paper, like, in, like, storage shelves in their garage. They will move out of that house before they use all that toilet paper. Yeah, you'd think. We're a family of five. I counted before, right when quarantine started, I counted. We had, I think it was... 12 packs or nine packs. Did we have nine packs? I uh, don't remember. Like nine roll packs. I'm trying to forget the whole early days of the quarantine. My point is we had toilet paper before this all started that we have not gone through yet. Yeah, seven months later. So for people to like run out in March and get a bunch, it's like, how much do you shit? Like you might need to see a doctor. That's not okay. That's not healthy if you're using that much toilet paper. Tom Green, the comedian, had an interesting take on that. He thinks that the panic over that sort of germinated because it's such a big item. Yeah, so it makes the shelves look empty when it's bought. Yeah, it created a a sort of mania because people could see that it was depleted. Whereas, like, canned goods are, I mean... They're so small. A small section of a store, you have literally thousands and thousands of cans, whereas... A few dozen packages of toilet paper take up like a whole aisle. Right. So I thought that was interesting. There might be some truth to that. That does make sense. I can see that. More of a psychological purchase versus an actual prep purchase. I don't know. I just, I never understood it. And I immediately was like, should we get toilet paper? And then you couldn't because it wasn't sold anywhere. They were all out. Huh. And then I was like, well, we'll just have to make do with what we have. And we're still not through. Of all the things. <laughs> guns I, and ammo, I know, sold like crazy, too. Guns and ammo. Shows you how crazy Americans are. Here's a know. here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to get somewhere. Mm. Think about your relatives and family members. Oh. Who has a quirk 
of something they buy that really annoys you? You don't have to name their name, but throw it out there. Uh, does it have to be something they purchase or something that they just collect? I guess it could be either one. doesn't matter, right? I have a family member that has more rubber bands than Pee Wee Herman's giant rubber band ball has on it. Really? Yes. For what purpose? Saves rubber bands off of everything. Everything. Okay. That and office supplies in general, paper clips, uh... Plastic bags from grocery stores, like so many plastic bags, rubber bands, paper clips. Um, what's another one I'm thinking of? Oh, paper bags. They like paper bags for some reason. <laughs> and there's a ton of them. And it's like, what are you using paper bags for? I think when I was growing up, we used paper bags in the trash can. That is what this relative did. But we would put them between, like, the fridge and the cabinets, you know, that little gap. Mm-hmm. And there were far more than, like, we would you ever would possibly never use. generate that much trash. So you went grocery shopping, you got 20 paper bags. Yeah. You used two in right. the time frame until you went grocery shopping again, and then you got 20 more. It was like a... But then it's one of those things that they crank out at Thanksgiving, and they're like, oh, do you have leftovers? Here, I'll give you a bag. <laughs> and then they have, like, all these bags so to give you stuff. it comes in handy? Yeah. Hmm. But that is always something I've wondered. Like, why do you have so many rubber bands? I, that's a curious one. What could one. you possibly need that many rubber bands for? Someone's like at the door. Like, okay, I need rubber bands. We have all these, all these newspapers that need to be rolled up. The children at the orphanage won't survive if we don't get them to them. Well, this family member does get the paper every Sunday. So every single time they get the paper, oh. they take the rubber band off of the paper and they save it. They put it in a drawer. Still getting the newspaper. Yes, who reads the newspaper? We had a newspaper box at the end of one of the uh, uh, nearby streets in the neighborhood we live in. And they oh. finally removed it. Yeah. It was I, in an older community. It was. It was like a... Mostly senior. I don't think it was officially like a senior mm -hmm. living place, but it was mostly seniors that lived yeah, there. Yeah, I think it just kind of out. But it's gone. Yeah. They KC took it down. Star. They actually realized, they probably monitored it for like a couple months and realized not a damn person like took one a guy paper was, out of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you one in my family. I'll put him on blast. Father, if you're listening to this. Oh, what does he collect? Oh, Dollar store breakaway knives. Oh my god, yeah, that's right. For reasons that no one can quite understand or explain, yeah. there was always a healthy supply in the house. You know those little knives? Oh, I you, know. You kind of click, click, click. I know because I think he's purchased some for us and we still have them because I hate using them because they break. We I have a box cutter. That you just put an actual razor blade in and it works so much better and so much longer. But if you buy a breakaway knife, that strikes me as the type of thing you would have for years, like opening packages or whatever you use it for. But he would have, like, dozens of them you at any a, given time. You mean a box cutter you would have for years? No, a breakaway knife. It's Oh, you're not going to have that for years. No, it dulls pretty quickly. That's why you buy so many at a time. Okay. And then you snap it off and use Correct. the next one down. That's what I'm saying. It's like, like a it, mechanical pencil, but a knife. Exactly. So was he not using them... Or was he trying to save? I don't know the blade. <laughs> I love the blade. That I the, don't know. The other curious thing that my father did was he bought soup at like the hardware store where they would have like the discount. Like it's pretty much expired, but it's not technically expired, so we can still sell it. Like it's going to expire next week. And blankets. I don't remember blankets. Blankets was that a thing at too? A, a blanket at Ace Hardware. That Ace was a is thing. The place. That was a thing. 
Uh, yeah, I We've don't know. We've all got our quirks. Yeah, everybody's got their little things that they like, and that's okay. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, I know I have one, personally. Yeah. Since I'm calling people out, I'll, I'll own something myself. Whoa. I have a hard time getting rid of t-shirts. Oh my fucking God, tell me about it. As the main person who does the laundry you in this house. You counted at one point and I had over a hundred t-shirts. You could literally wear a different t-shirt. You could wear a shirt and throw it in the garbage For and be good. Over three months. Six months. No, it wasn't that many. Because you had long sleeve in there too. But it, that would be like 180 plus. I did not have that many. I think you didn't have t-shirts, but you have that many tops that you could literally clothe yourself for a, for six months and never run out of clothing. Well, what if something happens and clothing gets contaminated and I do have to switch every so day? you know what? I can walk everywhere I want to walk in all of my shoes and you can be on Zoom calls for every single day of six months without having to do laundry. Touche. How's that? Touche. <laughs> we should just uh, make like a battle of shoes and t-shirts. I, oh, totally. Um, here's one for you. I had a friend whose mom growing up was a certified hoarder, like legit hoarder, but she did it like the organized hoarding. She bought so much food that was like discounted or half price. You know when you go to big lots and like you can find like Heinz ketchup on like it's a dollar ninety nine where like regular grocery stores it'd be like two fifty or something. She would buy like seventeen Heinz ketchups and they had a basement pantry which was literally the size of this room that we're sitting in, which I would say is eighteen by eighteen. And it was just Food, like canned goods, was bottled it goods. Like the supermarket? It was. It was like you could go shopping in the basement. And then they had two deep freezers filled with meats that she would get at discounted prices. But my question was always how the hell are you going through this before it expires? Like, there's no way you could eat all of this food before it goes bad. And you're not really saving it for the apocalypse because they weren't like preppers, like, oh, we're going to make sure we're safe in like a catastrophic incident. They ju She just legit had a problem turning down anything that was on sale mm -hmm. and she would buy it and then store it. She would do that with clothing, too. That's a that's a whole topic in and of itself. The psychology of seeing something on sale and feeling like you have to get the deal, even I've, if it's not something you need. You, we have a family member like that who's very into, like, ooh, it's a good deal. And it's like, but you don't need it, so why would you buy it? And it's like, yeah, but it's a good deal. And it's that scarcity mentality of, like, if I don't take advantage of the sale, I'll, I'll regret it. Like, will <laughs> you, though? Like, do you need the yellow raincoat? I don't think you need the yellow raincoat. Like, just because it used to be $40 and now it's $35.99. Like, you don't need it. It's like, but what a good deal. Well, look at JCPenney almost went out of business because they, oh, they did away with sales. Yes. And they realized their clientele really liked seeing the sale price. Yeah. Yeah, that's difficult because you do... I know people who live for, like, the little red tag or the little orange tag on a piece of clothing or an item. It's hard. It's hard to turn it down. Enticing. <laughs> Can I switch gears a little bit? Totally. 
What about the clutter in your life? Like, not material things, but... People? Oh, I wasn't going that <laughs> route. I was thinking more like uh, the the stuff of... Well, like, let's say digital clutter. Digital clutter is definitely a thing. Emails? Uh, you have that ability to... You can see, like, 1,300 emails in your inbox and it doesn't bother you. It doesn't bother me. It, would drive me nuts. If I see, like, six, it's like, I got to address them. Yeah, people get, like, stressed out over the red dot on their phone. Yeah, the badge. Like, a notification, the yep. badge, whatever. It, with emails, now, with text messages, I get stressed out about it. Okay. With emails, I don't. So you look at emails almost like paper mail. Like, I'll get to it and reply when I can. So consider Dear consider Martha, it. Right. it has been a fortnight <laughs> since I've written you. Pretty much. Uh, consider this. I once went through my emails in a day at the end of the day I looked back and I was like all right what are the ones from today I had something like 32 emails in one day and not one single one of them was a personal email from someone I know to me okay two of them I think were from the school as a blanket email like check out our monthly newsletter and all the rest were advertisements or notifications from websites that I am like have a membership to. Okay. Which I've since tried to like, you know, what do you do? Unsubscribe or turn off emails or whatever. Yeah. But I still get them. I still get them. So I just ignore it now because I'm like, it's probably nothing important. Which is probably why I miss the occasional important email because it just gets buried. Yeah. Let me, okay, let me open my phone right now. I'll tell you how many emails I have right now. 504. That's what my badge says. So that would stress me out. 504. Now, I have three missed calls, and that stresses me out more so than the 504 emails. I have 89 at the moment, and I believe those are mostly work emails that I haven't gotten to yet today. I get a lot of work email, though. Well, I'll tell you the first six that pop up in the preview. Amazon. Some, it's called First Dibs, some shopping website. Nissan, wanting me to fill out a survey. Oh, we've got to do that, actually. <sighs> and then uh, Seesaw, which is a school thing. And then a Canvas email, which is a school thing. School generates a lot of both digital and if, physical clutter. If I went through all the shit in my inbox from the school, I... I mean, You'd I might have four. Oh my god! Yeah, I'd have four left, and they wouldn't be personal. They'd be from stores. So. Well, you mentioned people. No, people can be clutter in your life. Really, I never thought of it that way. Hell yeah! That you got to like work around and like figure out where to put them in your brain and your heart. So you're saying there's people you should probably declutter, yeah, fold like, into thirds, and throw into a pit. <laughs> yes, I think there are people you should fold into thirds and throw into a pit. Thank them for their. <laughs> Thank you for your service. I will now throw you into the pit. Wow. Yeah, I think that happens. I I think that that is a, um, I think that's a huge thing that people think you can't do is to declutter your life for people that aren't adding value. If someone doesn't spark joy in your life, why are they in your life? That's an interesting point. I mean, everybody has that relative that like they're just a fucking bear to be around 
and like you got a, the the kind of relative that like you know is going to be at family Christmas, and you're like. <sighs> The whole drive there, you're like, all right, we're going to see Uncle John. Like, I just got to, like, gear up from, which isn't fair because you actually have an Uncle I do John. Have an Uncle but I'm not referencing that one. I'm just saying, like. It's a generic. Yeah, generic name. But that, like, that type of, it it has that effect on you, right? When you're like, oh, I'm going to see this person. Like, I got to, like, gear up and, like, make sure I'm strong and I maintain my boundaries. And, like, they're going to ask me. You know, oh, so are you going to have any more kids? When are you guys getting married? When are you guys moving? What is your job like? It's that shit. And you're like, I fucking don't want to talk to this guy or this girl or whatever. Those people are clutter in my mind. Interesting. What about clutter of ideas? Like, is there mm. something that is on your mind that doesn't have a place there that you need to unload? And how do you do that? That's a good question. I guess I never really thought about clutter in the sense of ideas. Like, do you mean ideas for things you'd like to do or thoughts that you have about specific topics or I think it could be either, but in your first example, that might not be a bad one. So let's say I had a, a thought that I was going to build a garden yard, but I had no plans to do it until next spring. Is that clutter to have that in there thinking about it? I think so, and I think that's the point of journaling and list making, right, is mm. I've always heard from uh, therapists, several therapists have told me this, because I go through them like candy, uh, they've, told, <laughs> <laughs> they've told me, Next. yeah, they've always told me if, it's a huge, it's a huge um, stress relief for people with constant anxiety to keep a notepad and a pen next to your bedside, so when you can't sleep, and you have a thought and your mind's racing and you've got all this stuff, simply roll over, pick up your pen, write it down, get the thought out of your brain. Now you know I'm not going to forget about it, but I don't need to think about it right now. Yeah, I've heard that. So I think that kind of falls in that sort of category of like, if it's going to happen next year, yeah, it doesn't need to be taking up residency in your brain right now. Yeah. Today needs to be taking up residency not next year. So then you just write it down as like, okay, that's a goal. That's the whole thing with manifestation. And uh, I mean, this this whole podcast will take a turn. We want to start going down that road. That whole idea about manifesting what you want. The law of attraction. Yeah. You basically, you think about it. You tell the universe what you want. And then you leave it there. And then... You feel the feelings that you would feel as if it already existed and was your reality, and it has no choice but to become a reality for you. We should do an episode on that. Definitely. It's a topic that I'm immature in, but want to learn more. I think, well, let's or be real. Early nobody, in my learning, yeah, let's say. nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. So I don't think anybody's like like arrived at anything. I think people either you get it or you don't. And then you're on the journey of, uh, living that life. It's a way of, of thinking it's a mindset. It's not a destination, but it'd be an excellent topic. For Let's the do that. Another one. Definitely. For tonight. What are you drinking? I am drinking Pinot Noir that we just got at our huge grocery store visits. Uh, it's Lee's Fitch. I think I've drawn, I've I've had this on the show before. 
Lease Fetch. Apparently, I can't talk. California Pinot Noir, 2018, built in the 1850s. Toscano Hotel has been a library, retail store, a hotel, still furnished with periodic pieces. It looks much the way it did around the turn of the century. I do remember reading this label before, and I think I read it out loud. Anyway, let's get to the important shit about what the alcohol content is, and we are at a whopping 13.5 with Lise Fitch Pinot Noir. This was a good price, too. It was only like... I think I want to say Lee's Fitch was like eight ninety seven or something. Under ten bucks a bottle, you Hell can't lose. Yeah. Well, I am drinking a imported caliber from the brewers of Guinness. For mm-hmm. those in the know, that is a non alcoholic beer. Old fashioned's taking a little break. Uh, caliber is a premium non alcoholic malt beverage from the makers of Guinness. The rich amber color and full body delivers all the taste of a premium import with less alcohol than beer. Because I guess technically it's uh, 0.5% alcohol by volume. Can I just say, that was like such an advertiser voice that you just did right there. You could have, like, I could segment that and send it to Caliber and they might just put you on a commercial. Import by Diago Beer Cryptic. That's what you got to do at the end of them. No, you're taking a break. You're on. You're on the wagon right now. Yeah, not permanently, <laughs> but nice. uh, I'm. I'm hitching a ride on the wagon. Hitching for a, a while. ride. Yeah. Are you hanging off the end? You're yes. like, hey guys, let me just ride with you for a while. Just being healthy. Is the caliber? Does it taste good? Does it taste like actual beer? Yeah, I think it does. Hmm. I like to have a non-alcoholic beer every now and again. Hmm. After I- a glass of wine, that does not taste very good, but. I'm sure it's delicious. I'll tell you, beer is a great <laughs> post-workout um, replenishment because it typically has a little bit of protein in it, some carbs, and then the, the hops and malt. But uh, It's like a Gatorade for adults. Yeah, kind of. like it. Well, and this has no intoxicating effects, so... That's nice. We'll see how that affects the podcast. Old Fashioned might not be his uh, surly... Great. ...cynical self. Well, I'll drink for you. It's fine. As long as one of us is... <laughs> Plastered. What is this? Uh, you said okay, so it isn't zero percent. It's just less than 0.5. Well, yeah, they. I think they have to say that if there's any possibility of it having any. Yeah. I did a little research on it. There's apparently four different ways you can make a beer non-alcoholic. So it always starts really with alcohol. Yeah, and they're all similar. Really, evaporation basically is the common one, but. Yeah. I didn't know that. But I thought it was either non-alcoholic or alcoholic. Absolutely no way to have any intoxicating effects from it. Well, you couldn't drink it fast enough it's if it's Im- less than 0.5%. It's impossible. And it's in reality, it's you probably f- closer to 0.0%. I was going to say, you'd throw up or pee it out before you got drunk. I so. don't know that anyone could drink more than two of them. I've had two, and it'd be tough to go past that. Is it like the carbonation, or does it just... I don't know, Upset but it's not like having a, a drink that has, you know, the good stuff in it. Yeah. That's for sure. Because it doesn't prompt you to want more. Definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that. Well, this wine's delicious. Um, yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers to another to episode. To health. Health, wealth, and success. Wine's good for your health, right? Uh, yeah, they say that. Yeah. One glass. Oh. Hmm. Well... Stay tuned, everybody, because the podcast studio is getting finished. Um, We're putting in lighting. We've got some paint going up in the next week or so. Um, And then we're going to soundproof that bitch and get back in there and do some real 
we'll be back with video because we'll have some good lighting, good backdrop, all that jazz. It'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be a good time. Hopefully yeah. we can get some real co-hosts on and I can get out of this commitment that I never signed up for. <laughs> I'll find you. Don't worry. I'm not far most days. <laughs> no, there are a lot of people I want on and you know who you are. So as soon as the room's finished and the uh, studio is back in operating order, we're going to get you in here. So until then, whiners, have a amazing day, amazing week, and we will see you soon. That's all I have. What do I say at the end? Well, the music be playing right now. That's right. Over us, getting louder. That's right. All right, so I need to speak up. We'll, t- we'll catch you next time. Cheers, bitches. Booyah! Booyah!